0: Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at (laughs) OzarkFolkCenter.com. Greetings, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio.
1: Welcome to our show. This week we'll be listening to the wonderful harmony singing and fine musicianship of a husband and wife duo who've been making music together for over 40 years, the Gordons. In our vault segment, Mark Jones has come up with a recording of our old friend Lonnie Finley playing a beautiful old waltz. And guest host Dr. Brooks Blevins begins the story of an animal that's making a comeback here in the Ozark Mountains. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Influenced by the great music of their era, Gary and Roberta Gordon were baptized by bluegrass music and have made wonderful folk music ever since. Accompanied by Gary's tasteful Gallagher guitar and dobro, Roberta plays the American-born Appalachian auto harp. Here's a taste of the show they put on here last summer.
2: Come to me, my arms are wide Rest your head and clear your mind Could I touch your heart of gold this song from my soul. Sing, sing sing with me. Lonely will be gone. Come, come, come to me. Together we belong. Life is but a song. Music takes it all away With melodies of
3: love to play
4: when we were 14 uh gary played in a band that played at my high school neighboring town and the one thing led to another we were married when we were 17 and the
1: first Which was not necessarily
4: out of line, line in those real, days no
5: you especially during the vietnam not war everyone era, went
4: to college
5: a lot of sweethearts were getting married before the man would go to vietnam and you know, there were a lot of. Folks. I, I think you were drafted at nineteen, and I had a lot of friends. Maybe mm-hmm. they joined the Navy at seventeen or, oh. or enlisted Children. eighteen. Were you drafted? No, I was not. Uh, they had, had a, a number. high
4: number for the lottery.
5: Yeah, you know, I don't think about that time very much. But lately, for one reason, I met a young man that had just turned that age, and uh, he wasn't even concerned because there's no draft. And th- that really made the difference really glaring for me.
4: Along about 1825, I left Tennessee very much alive. And I never would have gone through the Arkansas mud If I hadn't been riding the Tennessee stuff well i had some trouble with my sweetheart's paw one of her brothers was a bad outlaw and i sent her a letter by my uncle fuss and i rode away on the tennessee stud tennessee Tennessee stud was long and lean the color of the sun and his eyes were green he had the nerve he had the blood and there never was a horse like the tennessee stud That river called the Rio Grande And I raced my horse With the Spaniard's fold Till I got me a skin full of silver and gold Now me and the Spaniard We couldn't agree And I got in a fight over Tennessee We jerked our guns And he fell with a thud And I rode away on the Tennessee stud Tennessee stud was long green The color of the sun And his eyes were green he had the nerve, he had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud Well, I got just as lonesome as a man can be dreaming on my girl in Tennessee And the Tennessee stud's green eyes turned blue He was a dreamin' of a sweetheart, too well I rode right back across Arkansas I whipped her brother and I whipped her paw And when I found that girl with the golden hair She was a riding the Tennessee mare Tennessee, Tennessee stud was long and lean The color of the sun and his eyes were green He had the nerve, he, he had, had the blood And there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud To stir up and side by side, we crossed them mountains and the valleys wide. We came the big muddy, then we four did a flood on the Tennessee Mare and the Tennessee Stud. There's a pretty little baby on the cabin floor and a little horse coat playing round my door. I love that girl's golden hair, and the Tennessee Stud loves the Tennessee Mare. Tennessee Stud's love and his eyes were green. He had the nerve, he had the blood, and there never was a horse like the Tennessee stud <laughs> He bought an auto harp for me for Christmas.
5: Um, I really didn't think Roberta would get into playing. <laughs>
4: He picked it out for me, thinking we'd just have a little fun around the house. But it wasn't long we learned, and I love to sing. I had always sang as a child in church each day. And uh, so we just learned a couple dozen songs, and we're getting better and better and having such a great time. We just took it out. It wasn't long. We were we were passing the hat, mm. and we uh, were passing the hat. Uh, and paid all of our debts, our bills, electricity, yeah. and everything for a year. We lived yeah. on the hat. We kind of pride wow. ourselves with that. Yeah, it,
5: it was. Re- that's how good it was up and <laughs> down the river, especially. <clears throat> we we were doing so well. They call it busking in the city. Mm-hmm. We call it passing the hat. Yeah.
2: Come and eat from heaven's door. Come and drink and thirst no more. So weep not for me, my friend, when my time below does end. For my life.
5: Been loading trucks. And I thought, man, I like his passing a hat better than working in the warehouse. Uh, we
4: were making more than he, he was bringing in, you know.
5: And I gravitated out of that after about a year and a half, and we began to play music. An agent heard about us and, and asked us to start working for him. So.
4: <clears throat> in those days, used a land phone and an answering service, and we'd go out and play music. Uh, for two, three days, and come home just in time to wash your clothes, listen to the answering service, mm-hmm. and go where he sent yeah. us.
5: It worked out pretty good. I mean, he got us a lot of gigs, and he worked hard for us. We're still friends today. Uh, we began as a duet, then as we could, we became a four-piece band pretty quickly. Boy, it really was popular in those days. So we did well. Great Call memories, memories
4: of those all times. through the '70s up and down the. Uh, up and down the two interstates that run up and down in, in Illinois on either side. And and-
2: There's an old foundation sitting by the edge of the woods, a wheat border bordering the other edge, an old abandoned road coming in from the west. Children travel here to school back when I don't know where they've gone I guess for now most of went home I don't know why they'd go someone thought it better back in town until the schoolhouse down Traveled in on horseback or on a buggy seat, some children had to walk a long way. They learned much more than what was written in their books, and they took it home. At the
4: we played straight ahead bluegrass in the beginning and then it sort of evolved, you know, where we, we wrote a little bit and then, um, our son, uh, asked for a set of drums. And, uh, so we had a family band and we, we went back to the electric when he was still at home because he played drums and we did the, uh, top 40 country music of the day. Mm. And, uh, Put him through college that way, weekends of parties and weddings and and music that way. We did one recording.
5: But we would start the the thing with an acoustic uh, show for 40 minutes sometimes if we were in an upscale place because everybody played acoustic well and then gravitate to a set of electric. What were you playing?
4: (laughs) I was playing electric auto harp. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, and it really goes good so with electric music. With bargain on an auto harp. Absolutely. Yeah, it great.
5: The electric auto <clears> harp <throat> can be a gorgeous instrument when it's done, right?
4: Yeah, it's a hoss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give me water. Give me water, Lord. Water, water from, from the spring. spring. Rain on me. Rain on me. Wash my spirit clean, give me bread, give me bread oh Lord, man from above.
1: You've been listening to The Gordons, recorded here on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. In that first set, we heard their original song, Sing With Me, Jimmy Driftwood's great song, Tennessee Stud, and a couple more originals, All My Tears, The Old School, and Give Me Water. When we come back after this break, I think I'll take a hike down to the vault for a visit with my good old pal Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. As you regular listeners to this show, every week about this time, I like to go down to the vault and visit with Mark Jones. Down below the folks under here, we keep recordings of all the shows we've had here since 1973, and that's a pile of music. And Mark's the guy who's kind of in charge of keeping track of all that and taking care of the old reel-to-reel recordings. And if there's anybody who knows what we've got musically, it's Mark Jones. Let's go down and see him.
6: Hey, Dave, is that
1: you? It's me, Mark. Good to see you. Well, good to see you. Well, what have you been listening to this week?
6: You know, Dave, like I said earlier, I've got some, uh, just a stack of fiddle players. Oh, you know I love fiddle music. I know you do. And I run across a waltz that I think it'd be Good for you to learn, if you'd like to. I'm always looking for a new tune. Well, this is done by Lonnie Finley, uh-huh. who, uh, I don't know, if I think you knew the Finleys. I did. Here. Lived down on the
1: Turkey Creek Road.
6: Yeah. Now, Miss Finley, later on in years, she would come. I had a four-wheel drive tour company, and we'd take people out that had not been out in the Ozarks. Uh-huh. But she lived way out in the Ozarks, and she would ride along a lot of times and just enjoy being out in the country. Just
1: to see the back country, huh?
6: That's right. Yeah. Well, this is— her husband playing this tune, a nice waltz called Vienna Waltz.
1: You no, Mark, I don't believe I've ever heard that one before. That's a nice tune, and and I'll bet
6: that Lonnie was pretty old when he played that, and and he did a good job, didn't he? He did a great job, I, and I'm not sure exactly. I think he would have been in his mid to later 70s, something like that. I'm not that.
1: surprised. And you know what I really love about hearing these old recordings from long ago here at the Folk Center? is these are real people playing real music. They weren't flashy musicians, and they didn't play music for a living. They played music after they were done working all day. They'd sit on the porch and play their instruments, and that's really the true essence of folk music, isn't it?
6: I think so. It was a way to do something and get people involved and relax and uh, everybody just visit and talk and You know, I think that is the true basics of a lot of folk music.
1: Yeah, it sure is. Mark, thanks a lot. That was great to hear uh, Lonnie Finley once again. Thank you, Dave. Gary and Roberta, the Gordons, grew up on farms in southern Illinois. They met at the age of 14, married at 17, and have been playing music together ever since. Strongly influenced by bluegrass and folk music, their music has taken them to places they never dreamed possible. Let's head down to the stage for some more fine music from the Gordons. (laughs)
2: within. He lifts me up in a spiritual wind. High above valleys I've fallen in. Over and over and over again, my sweet Savior beckons me. He never asks why or where I've been. Over and over Brings me peace away from the fear. He takes me in to dry my tears. When my burdens are too hard to bear, He washes my face with water so clear. Over and over and over again, my sweet Savior beckons me in. He never asks why or where I've been. Over and over. Everlasting in the sleep, He takes my
5: when you have rural people it keeps the music going some, for some reason and so that kind of reminds me that in rural areas music's important, you kind of make your own fun Yeah. and maybe it's at the kitchen table or maybe it's after uh, lunch, like grandma used to go and play the piano a lot of times after we had the dishes washed when I was a boy, so I think there's a little more of a tradition in rural areas like, like here in Mountain View Our area, when I was like college age, there was all kind of string band picking and acoustic music was very popular. It really started to grow in the early 70s and just grew all through the 70s. I think that there was such a revival across the United States at that time. We knew all kinds of musicians in Southern Illinois. Uh, Gosh, there's a lot of picking going on when we were uh, in our our 20s.
4: the years fly by but the days are long lord knows we sing so many songs some joy and pain throughout our life a song for you
5: so in our county and right in our area country music being passed down folks worked radio shows in the 30s and 40s so they passed their music along
4: and And the county fairs were such a big deal when we were kids on up till till we were adult um and there were major acts came through the county fairs Mm -hmm. so i would get to hear you know kitty wells and loretta lynn and Mm -hmm. uh johnny and jack and and all these uh, Porter, Wagner, and Dolly Parton—they yeah. toured the little tiny town fairs.
5: I think it was two dollars fifty cents to see Porter and Dolly when I was a boy.
4: So that Stuff influenced like that made us a, big a lot. Impression.
5: It did. I think yeah. maybe someone might hear some of that in our music. I bet you.
4: Sure, they're going to hear some Porter, Wagner,
5: in some of those lyrics. And I don't know if I wouldn't have got to see that if I would have got. I don't know if hooked on it is the word, but certainly really enthused by seeing really good live music professionals Mm -hmm. coming from the opera. For some time, Roberta has cared for her mom, and that has put some constraints on how often we're able to to make music together. We're trying to do something weekly, sometimes, if we're lucky, maybe twice. But we're not playing like we used to, which was just all the time. And i got to say, when you're working, it's almost like Siamese twins, you know, with harmony (laughs) and stuff.
4: We had that vision that we, can, we can't be on the road and we can't travel and tour like we always did and, you know, prayed about it. And God said, hey, yeah, go ahead and build your studio. And now at our age, we can have all that music come to us, encourage young people, mm. enjoy the recording process. And so we're just in a different place. And it is wonderful when Gary and I get a chance to go out and play together like like today and this evening. But it's more now about helping other musicians.
2: He said the last thing I remember I was young and strong Hasn't been that long now those days are gone could you help me stranger thank you for your time when i picked up his grocery bag god looked me in the eye Heart was in the right place God looked at me I've heard the saddest news She said I'm all tremble now My dearest friend in all the world Passed away somehow I held her hand and told her Things would be okay I'll stay with you a little while. I'll help you find your way. God hurt at me. saw him face to face. I was there at the right time. My heart was in the right place. God. I've been down on my luck. Could you spare some change? Help me get back on track where I won't feel the pain. You see the wine, it helps me forget my broken dreams. I reached down in my pocket. I said, go get what you need. God
1: Husband and wife duo the Gordons. They started that set with over and over again followed by the music tree, the rake and the Rambler and they finished up with God looked at me. Let's take a short break, then we'll hear from folklorist and author Brooks Blevins about the disappearance and the return of elk in the Ozarks. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Dr. Brooks Blevins has taught history and folklore at several Ozark colleges and universities and is now our current guest host. Here's Brooks now.
7: One of the enduring qualities of the Ozarks is its ruralness. Compared to most places in the world, there just aren't a lot of people here. Today, the region remains one of the most sparsely settled American areas east of the Rocky Mountains. So it makes sense that the Ozarks would have its share of wildlife. The Native Americans who lived in and hunted the Ozarks for millennia depended upon animals for survival and commemorated them in folklore. And animals of various kinds have occupied a star role in stories of the Ozarks from the earliest days of European exploration and settlement. In the first of a four-part series on animals in the Ozarks, let's venture through time into the old Ozarks to recount the death and rebirth of an animal population that attracts thousands of sightseers and tourists to the backroads of the region in the 21st century. In 1981, when the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission hauled its first load of elks from Colorado to release in the wilds along the Buffalo River, this majestic species had been gone from the Ozarks for almost a century but the accounts of travelers in the old Ozarks are filled with elk sightings. The elks those early travelers spotted were not the Rocky Mountain elks brought back from Colorado, the ones you'll see today in the Ozarks. The region's indigenous elks belonged to a now extinct subspecies known as eastern elks, and they were actually larger than our 21st century Rocky Mountain elks. The Ozark region's most famous early explorer, New Yorker Henry Rowe Schoolcraft, encountered elks in the country along the North Fork of the White River in southern Missouri in 1818. By this time, commercial hunting by Native Americans and whites had severely reduced eastern elk numbers. But the hardy animals held on for several more generations. Two foreign-born travelers along the eastern edge of the Ozarks noted the existence of elks in the 1830s. German physician George Engelman mentioned the survival of elks in the area and saw a number of houses sporting elk antlers over their doorways. In 1834, British scientist George W. Fanshaw encountered a hunter by the name of Epps in the vicinity of modern-day Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Epps had killed an elk just the day before, but most of the elks in Epps' neighborhood, as well as the few buffaloes that remained, sought refuge in the uninhabited swamplands between the Black and St. Francis Rivers. By most accounts, elks disappeared from Arkansas by the 1840s. Their last hideout in the Ozarks appears to have been in south-central Missouri, in the high country that supplies the headwaters for the North Fork, Big Piney, Jack's Fork, and Eleven Point Rivers. There, somewhere between the modern towns of Kabul and Willow Springs, A young Ohioan named William McNeely shot a bull elk in a herd of about 50 in 1841. There appears to be considerable of them in these parts, McNeely wrote in his journal, and a smart quantity of bear and deer and turkeys. It was in this same general area, around the same time, according to local lore, that a pioneer settler remembered only as Duke, captured some elk calves, raised them, and taught them to pull a wagon. Clad in bearskin, Old Duke would occasionally drive his wagon and elk team into the nearest town, so the story goes, until he lit out for the California Gold Rush with the other 49ers. But a few elks held on in the neighborhood for as long as they could. The last elk killing in the Ozarks, again relying on local lore, took place on aptly named Elk Creek in Duke's old stomping grounds in 1886. For a few years afterward, local residents reported seeing a solitary elk. They apparently allowed Old Joe, as he was nicknamed, to live out the rest of his days in peace along Elk Creek, but their preservationist ethic had come much too late. Today, almost 40 years after the release of the first Rocky Mountain Elks in the Buffalo River Valley, there are perhaps as many as 500 of their descendants living in northern Arkansas. Arkansas and visitors to the Ozarks may now spot an elk in Missouri as well. In 2011, the Missouri Department of Conservation released 34 elks in the Peck Ranch Conservation Area in the rugged hills northwest of the little town of Van Buren in an attempt to bring a little of the old Ozarks into the modern Ozarks. One of these days, the new Missouri elks might make their way westward to Elk Creek and the home of Old Joe, Just don't expect to see a team of them pulling a wagon anytime soon. Well, Old Duke must have been one skillful driver to handle an elk team. Even an animal bred for such labor could prove contrary. So, in the absence of a good elk song, let's go out with a little taste of Tom Boyd's rendition of Woe Mule, courtesy of the University of Arkansas' Ozark Folk Song Collection. This song was recorded in rural Madison County, Arkansas in November 1950
6: watch us how we's a-sifting, we hain't got half a load. Find the mule that's roaming, just give him all the road. Oh, Lizzie, stop your squalling, and listen to what I say. You'd better help me hold this mule, he's a-going to get away. Oh, whoa, mule, whoa, and don't you hear him holler? Whoa, mule, whoa, as he stepped up in the collar. Woe, mule, woo, and don't you hear him holler? The last words I heard him say was "Woo mule, woo."
1: <laughs> this week's featured performers, the Gordons, have worked on stage with musicians like Josh Graves, Kenny Baker, Allison Brown, and Robert Boland, to name just a few. With over 40 years of performing behind them, they're still traveling the country, delighting audiences everywhere with their sweet harmonies. Let's close out our show with four more good songs from the Gordons. Somewhere
2: to the west of town, it's a coming up a storm. Are you rivers dark and muddy where the green swamp willers grow? Nine more days, I'll be home, back in and off the road. Nine more days, I'll be home, back in and off the road. Granddaddy died, gone, gonna rise again. We dug his grave on the mountainside, gone, gonna rise again. I was too young to Apples in the bed Gonna rise again Hey we
4: self-expression that comes out of living and living can have just from one end to the other joy and extreme sorrow and bad health and so many life living life i just think that it's um, an expression of living and that's why whether you play music or not everyone relates everyone relates
5: i have thought of it over the years of music that's part of that culture wherever it may be i noticed it varies. Some we we lived in north carolina for a time and what i would call folk music is a bit different there than what it would be back in the early 70s along the mississippi they definitely had their own kind of music that was them sometimes it would involve you know some cajun kind of sounds in it too boy i'd have to really now upon hearing roberta's description i think breaking it down that's a a really pretty dead on description though Thanks, so that Tom. she gave. <laughs>
2: Sometimes you can lose so much When you try and make it last the times I spend in your sweet arms history
0: um,
4: our music is always spiritual it's really kind of hidden because we don't uh, you know, we're not blatant with a Christian message, but there's always uh, something kind of underneath that is goodwill.
5: We feel like the world really needs that, and we see in people's eyes and on their the smiles and mm-hmm. on people's faces as we perform for a long time now and in many, many locations and different cultures. It gets through to them. They need, they want to they be They want to be lifted
4: up and, and they... They,
5: they feel like can... they're a part of what you're,
4: you are mm-hmm. then. And my goal is to uh, to love my audience and to make them really go away feeling good about their self. Yeah. That's what I, yeah. I, my mission is, or why I perform.
2: Now you can move on, living in the light forever. Rock of hear my song. All you weak and heavy laid, now you can move on. Health and strength will be weight. Rock of The lame and crippled you Now you can move on. Running through the streets of hell, the rock of age.
1: That was Gary and Roberta Gordon playing Orphan Annie, Cy Khan's classic song, Gone Gonna Rise Again, part of your history, and Hear My Song. Thanks so much for listening to our show. If you get a chance to visit us here in Mountain View, Arkansas, drop us a line and we'll arrange for you to ring the old cowbell that starts our evening music program. And be sure to check us out online at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. For all of us here at Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. See you next week.
0: Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state on the web at arkansasstateparks.com and by stone bank with deep roots in mountain view and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage more information about what it means to bank boulder is at stonebank.com for information on upcoming shows and events we are on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com until next time i'm donna farrar